How are you? I am good, John. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. Happy Tuesday. Yes. Yes. I like your hat. Go Texas. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Texas Longhorns. Right. Hook'em horns. Hook'em horns. In college football, is that, is that a sport? That is. That's a sport. I'm kidding. <laughs> I'm not a big fan of college football. Sorry. That's, I'm yeah, more, I'm more of an it. NFL guy. Sorry. I don't watch it very often. Uh, I'm from Eugene, Oregon, so go Ducks. Yeah. Go uh, Ducks. Yeah, go Ducks. go Ducks. Yellow and black, right? Neon yellow. Wow. For how many uniforms they have, you, you don't really yeah. know. You know. I don't either, yeah. Spoiled by Nike is what they are. Oh. And rightfully, rightfully so, though, where Nike was born and created, so that's why they get so spoiled. Hmm. Well, good, good. It's, yes. it's, there you go. Here we are. I, uh, I recently that? learned that. Uh, on a side note, mm-hmm. the uh, the recent Facebook leaker is uh, from Brineville Data Center. No way. Yeah, he's the he. Uh, Project Veritas, you know, is, is uh, exposing Facebook. Whether you think that's good or bad, and he's yeah, he's from there, right there in right Brineville, up, right up the mountain. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I live in a little desert town, in the smack in the middle of Oregon, and uh, on the on the Big Canyon Mountains, there's uh, I don't know how many. Eight, I mean, it's got to be close to 500 acres of Facebook. Yeah, it's like a whole city, man. It's huge. Yeah, big data. Yeah, you can center. see you can see it on Google Maps. It's gigantic. Yeah, it's huge. Yeah, so kind of creepy kind of creepy just having such a huge business on this mountain overlooking this little town in the desert oh, yeah. you know it's like, you have to imagine what's under the ground there yes 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 <laughs> all right well we should, here we are we should dedicate one of these podcasts for all conspiracy theories yeah yeah just go right into it <laughs> yeah here we are exodus 13 yeah 13 we only got to one chapter uh yesterday morning just the the, the first passover we read um just a lot to talk about, a lot to read, big chapter. So right, right. We wanted to kind of camp out there at 12, and now here we are at 13. Uh, dedication of the firstborn. 
as we mm-hmm. read God's word this morning. God is good. I'm so pumped. My dad texted me last night and him and his wife, Kim, so my stepmom, are going to start reading the Bible every morning and do a little Bible study together. That's super. And uh, I, that just makes me so happy, you know? It just does. Oh, absolutely. I mean, that's good. That's exactly what you want, mm-hmm. you know? Changes It changes lives. It changes lives. Yeah, they want to get baptized, and um, it's just a special, special thing. So, uh, but yeah, let's let's pray. Uh, just, dear Lord, thanks for bringing us together this morning on this Tuesday. Just give us strength. Um, just thank you for blessing our hearts with joy. Everything good in life we have is because of you. All good in our life is you. Period. Mm-hmm. And we're so blessed and grateful for that. Sharpen our sword today as we read your word. Um, and we just pray for everybody's safety today. We pray for a great day, a, a day full of getting things done and spreading your love and joy and just walking with you, Jesus, we pray. Amen. Amen. Awesome. All right. Well, awesome. You want to read, uh, 13 here? Yeah, let's do it. I'll Brian, do it. Brian Neitch. Appreciate doing this with you all the time, Brian Neitch, and also uh, give our Instagram a follow, black, white, and sometimes red. Yes, that's right. And so, got any uh, questions or just want to say hello, you can just go straight to that Instagram, black, white, and sometimes red, and then we'll, we'll hit you back up. Yeah, absolutely. Here we go. All right. Okay. Exodus 13, dedication of the firstborn. Okay, and the Lord said to Moses, Dedicate to me every firstborn among the Israelites, the first offspring to be born, and both humans and animals belong to me. So Moses said to the people, This is the day to remember forever. The day you left Egypt, the place of your slavery, today the Lord has brought you out by the power of his mighty hand. Remember, eat no food containing yeast. On this day, in early spring, in the month of Abib, You have been set free. You must celebrate this event in this month each year after the Lord brings you into the land of the Canaanites, Hittites, Amorites, Hivites, and Jesuitites. He swore to your ancestors that he would give you this land, a land flowing with milk and honey. Verse 6, for seven days the bread you eat must be without yeast. Then on the seventh, you celebrate the feast to the Lord. Eat bread without yeast during those seven days. In fact, there must be no yeast, bread, or any yeast at all found within your borders of your land during this time. Verse 8. On the seventh day, you must explain to your children, I am celebrating what the Lord did for me when I left Egypt. This annual festival will be a visible sign to you, like a mark branded on your hand or forehead. Interesting. Let it remind you always to recite this teaching of the Lord with a strong hand. The Lord rescued you from Egypt. So observe the decree of the festival at the appointed time each year. This is what you must do when the Lord fulfills the promise he swore to you and to your ancestors when he gives you the land where the Canaanites now live. You must present all Firstborn sons and firstborn males animals to the Lord, for they belong to him. A firstborn donkey may be brought back from the Lord 
by presenting a lamb or a young goat in its place. But if you do not buy it back, you must break its neck. However, you must buy back every firstborn. And in the future, your children will ask you, what does all this mean? Then you will tell them, with the power of his mighty hand, the Lord brought us out of Egypt in pl the place of our slavery. Mm. Pharaoh's, verse 15, Pharaoh stubbornly refused to let us go. So the Lord killed all the firstborn males throughout the land of Egypt, both people and animals. Mm -hmm. That is why I now sacrifice all the firstborn males to the Lord, except that the firstborn sons are always bought back. Mm. This ceremony will be like a mark branded on your hand or your forehead. It is a reminder that the power of the Lord's mighty hand brought us out of Egypt. Israel's wilderness detour. So verse 17, when Pharaoh finally let the people go, God did not lead them along the main road through the, through the Philistine territory. Even though that was the shortest route to the promised land, God said, if the people are faced with a battle, they might change their minds and return to Egypt. So God, he, God already knew. 18, God led them in a roundabout way through the wilderness toward the Red Sea. Thus the Israelites left Egypt like an army ready for battle. Moses took the bones of Joseph with him. See, here we go. He's taking the bones of Joseph. Uh, yeah, yeah. Joseph made. Joseph had made the sons of Israel swear to this. He said, "God will certainly come up, come help you. When He does, you must take my bones with you from this place." Israelites left Succoth and came and encamped at Etham on the edge of the wilderness, and the Lord went ahead of them. He guided them during the day with a pillar of cloud. And he provided light at night with a pillar of fire. This allowed them to travel by day or by night. The Lord did not remove the pillar of, of cloud or pillar of fire from his place in front of the people. Awesome. <laughs> yeah, really awesome. And then again, a lot of people. Oh, tons. Yeah, millions. At least, at least a million more. You know, so many. Phenomenal. Well, I love too. In twenty one, the Lord went ahead of them. He guided them during the day with a pillar of cloud. Amazing. We you know, learn later, obviously, Brian, that God shows us Himself to to Moses uh, and the people in the in the wilderness as a cloud. Mm -hmm. A cloud mm -hmm. comes over the the Mount Sinai. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's yes. Yeah, it's, it's it's cloud. It's lightning. It's smoke. It's. Mm. Just what the presence of God is just full of power, you know. It kind of makes you think just everything is God. I mean, you look up in the sky and the clouds, the sky, the birds, the trees. And, you know, Brian Knight, you've said it tons of times. Like, look around. I mean, this this is all God. Everything that you see. Look at the beauty of this earth. Yeah. You know, and it's, I love how God is guiding them with the cloud. And he's, you know, from light, from a fire. And it's, it, again, it's all just you know, he he could use anything to guide them, but he's using what is here on earth that we can see, which is great. Yeah, I agree. I mean, man, the Bible says that look around you, the glory, the, the, it's, the evidence of God is in the earth, it's in the heavens, it's all around you. You know, it, it's, it's phenomenal. 
Yeah. And to deny it is just willingly ignorant. It's I don't want to. I don't want to. I don't want to 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 believe that there's a God because I don't want to have to face him. I don't want to have to face him my what my my and what I've done wrong, and I don't want him to have to tell me what to do. I want to be my own God. That's essentially what happens happening. Yeah. Well, it's a, it's a beautiful chapter. Here they are, and on their way. I love how I love how you jumped in and, and said uh, you, you put some commentary on it, where you're like, the, you know, the Lord already, the Lord already knows. They went, they went the roundabout way, you know, and mm-hmm. you know, God's leading them because you know, God knows that Egypt. Spoiler alert for anybody listening. Sorry, is about to attack. You know, they're going to, it's going to fester in the towns and Pharaoh's going to get mad and they're going to like, you know what? No, we're going to run after, after everything that's been done, we're going to run after the Hebrews and slaughter them. And so, you know, God knows that of course. So he's, he's detouring, he's getting ready for the Red Sea, et cetera. You know, there's always a plan. So yeah, sorry for the spoiler alert. Uh, Yeah, exactly. There's always a plan, mm -hmm. always a plan. He's wise. He's a wise, wise king, our Lord. Did you notice how it said, uh, do this like a, uh, remember this, it's, it'll be like uh, a, a mark on your your hand and your forehead. Kind of like the mark of the beast, but a little, a little, a little uh, foreshadowing here for the book of Revelation. Verse uh, I 15. That. Yeah, yeah, I noticed that. Verse 16. The ceremony will be like a mark branded on your hand and your forehead or your forehead. Interesting. Yeah, I mean, they're trying to do the chips in your body, you know, for where you can make payments with a chip. And Oh, no thanks. Know, they're trying to, you know, there's talk about, you know, people that are vaccinated having a, a mark on you. You know, I don't think that's a pretty big mainstream topic, but I've heard some stuff on that. Like, I don't know. You know, you just, you just, you you read things like this and then you look at the time that you're in and you kind of think to yourself like, whoa, you look what's happening to Israel. You look what's happening with COVID. And I mean, just, I was in the mall the other day. We were out in Portland a few weeks ago and me and my family were kind of mall rats. We love the mall. And we walked into the Amazon store, even though it's like, kind of the amazon is strange but oh that's cool amazon store yeah they have a store so we walked in the guy goes do you want to set up to pay with your palm so basically they know your palm they read your palm and that's how your account is set up to your palm so you pay you just take your hand you put it in front of a screen and that's how you pay for your products yes yeah oh yeah i I looked at the guy go you kidding me he's like yeah we could just trace your palm you want to get signed up I was like, no, you couldn't pay me to give you my palm information. Like, what world do we live in? But there's people out there that are just so willing, like, sure, let's do it. Oh, yeah, let's, I love it. I love it. You know, that's how they're going to get you, you know? I know. I know, whatever it takes. Just, oh. You got to be careful with being tricked. I mean, it talks about, help me with this one, Brian. This is a little over my head, but it talks about when the Antichrist is here, the devil. Or he is already here, I don't know. But he's this good-looking, handsome, funny, charismatic dude that everyone loves and trusts and believes in. But he tricks you. He then turns. Right? 
Yeah. And you got to yeah. just, that's a perfect example of how, you know, we always think of the devil as the pointy tail, the guy from South Park, the devil from South Park, you know, the South Park movie. I saw that with my dad in theaters, by the way, it's like back in the day, but we think of the pointy tail and the red, the red devil with the stick and the, you know, just the devil, you know, in the little cartoons, mm-hmm. little red devil. I'm like, no, that's, that's, that's not the devil. The devil's looking like John Hamm. Devil's a sexy man. The devil's got charm. He's laughing. He's got nice white teeth. He's, you know, he's bringing you in with his with his personality. Right, right. That's the devil. You have to be careful. Slithering. Yes. Just, mm, with the slick back hair. Yeah, I think people get that twisted, Brian. Talk about this. You know more than me about this. Well, you're all yeah, you're talking about this this uh this, you know, luxurious, you know, romanticized idea of of uh you know, the sexual being, this um, you know, hot, steamy whatever you know just luring you in that's the whole that's the whole premise of of uh you know the seduction so that's that's that that embodies what the the, the enemy is mm. you know he is the trickster he is the one who's the, the deceiver you know he deceived eve and adam i mean primarily eve was deceived adam was not the bible says adam knew willingly but uh, but but yeah and that's what he'll do he's going to deceive the nations he's going to make a treaty or covenant with Israel, mm. and then halfway through that, uh, or a few years in, he's gonna he's gonna turn on them and he's gonna say, nope, 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 I am God, mm. worship me, I'm gonna take over, you know. But he's gonna be he's the Bible says he's easy to look at, you know. He's very very smooth talker, at a mighty order, meaning he, he's just a great communicator. Yeah. So yeah, it's definitely. Um, you know, it also says that he has no love for women, like he's not attracted to them, or so this could mean he's homosexual. Um, there's just a lot of a lot of well, there's a bunch of characteristics of the of the Antichrist. I I remember years ago when uh, at my church Brett was explaining this, and my mind blew into a thousand pieces, Brian, because I thought my whole life I just imagined the devil like in a fiery pit with the red tail, the spiky tail, mm. with the pitchfork. And I think that what we're talking about right now is important for some people to hear because I remember being blown away on this of like, whoa, that's not the devil. No, the devil is exactly who you explain. He's a trickster. He's going to trick the the Jews in Israel. And that's why we obviously must keep the news channel pretty close on what's happening in Israel, et cetera. But, uh, but not just end of times, not the tribulation times we have to keep an eye out for if that does happen in our lifetime, who knows? Probably not. But, you know, sometimes I feel like we're getting close, but yeah. I think just using this example period for demons and just everyday life of how the the devil tricks you. Yeah. You know, it's um it's it's they he lures you in. Him and his demons lure, the evil lures you in. And that's why again, I digress all the way back to why I love doing this with you in the morning, Brian Nice. It the, the word of God keeps our sword strong so we can walk with Jesus and we can um we can we could be strong for God. Absolutely. That's it, man. You got to keep it. And I've said this before uh, uh, in my life to other others. Uh, you have to keep the word of God top of your thinking, because if you keep it the top of your thinking, it's the quickest thing that you comes right back to. You know, you 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 you, you practice it. You practice the presence of God. You practice Him being around you. Mm-hmm. You know, and uh, so what's the quickest thing? Boom, the word of God. Oh, that's what you turn right back to. He can talk to you. Uh, the Lord can talk to you as you're reading. 
And as you're going through your day, oh, what did I just read? And then God will remind you. It's amazing. But look at, yeah, you're so right. But And in, in, in why we need that, Brian, I mean, look at TV. Look at music. Yeah, yeah. Fills I mean, your ears, fills your eyes with whatever the message is. Like, think about it. It's television. It's giving you their vision for life. You know, it's amazing. Let's say that's what a television is. It's the, it's the, it's the, uh, when you watch it, wow. you're get yeah, whoever's transmitting. And I know this, you know, ooky, spooky, uh, this is not, it's not, uh, it's literally not, um, uh, uh, conspiracies. It literally means that you're taking on the vision. They're telling you their vision and you're accepting it or denying it or you're just yeah, taking it right, in. Right. Same thing with Hollywood. Like the whole, you know, the Holly tree, Holly tree is, is the tree that the that magicians and and so on used to take to to see visions back in the day? So all of this matters. All this stuff in the in the air on oh, the TV. And, Don't and get the, me wrong. And the line keeps getting pushed. Oh, you know, look at I California know. now with the the laws of you know pedophiles are now thumbs mm-hmm. up. You know that line is oh, being yeah. pushed for like where does it end? Yeah, saying that uh, being a pedophile is a sexual orientation. Yep, like yep, that's where we I, are I, in America. If you're right attracted now. to a little kid, that's just how you are. Yeah, I saw something the other day. It said that uh, uh, you're, you're afraid, 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 sexual, or something like that. You, you can be called a fray sexual, which means if you you only are attracted sexually to new relationships brand new people like random people you see at a bar you see at the heb or, or you see it you see uh at college you see wherever when you see out there in the world you see somebody new and you're only attracted to them sexually because they're a new relationship yeah and then after time you slowly lose that sec- that tra- attraction and that that friendship and all that stuff and they call that that's actually called that's an orientation it's a new thing now right so, so basically I, no 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 marriage, and if you are married, no you're going to get divorced a hundred times and put your kids through all this. And yeah. wow, that again, where does the line end? It just keeps. I going thought that was and called a player. And going. A player, <laughs> yeah. Well, it's funny when you're young and you're wrapped up. You think a player's cool. You know, yeah. I remember I'm a '90s kid and I would listen to all the rap music. I'm like, oh yeah, he's a player. You know, he's cool. You know, that's not right. cool. There's nothing cool about a player. There's nothing cool about any of that, you know? And I mean, you, you learn that as you get older, of course. And then especially when you become a Christian, you know, it's like you just look at things completely different and we digress all the way back. These are great conversations to the, the mark, uh, uh, on the, the Hebrews hands and, and forehead, um, Mark, Yeah. And you, you were kind of connecting that like interesting, you know, uh, tribulation end of times, um, Mark of the Beast. Which is fascinating, Mark of the Beast. And, you know, I think that's why we're talking about all this. It's just, I think we just, we have to be careful. We have to keep our eyes up. We have to keep our swords up. We have to keep our armor on. We have to stay in the word. And um, I just think for anybody listening, this is, it's a good, this is good for people to hear. Yeah. Yeah. If you, it's not all fluffy and raindrops, rainbows and cotton candy. It's a spiritual battle, guys. We got to stick together. That's right. That's what we're saying. No, no, I, was just, I love that. It's not sunshine and rainbows. This ain't plastic banana, good time rock and roll. Man. This is the real world, baby. <laughs> yeah, yeah. As Rush Limbaugh used to say. Oh, that's funny. You know, it's, uh, it's uh, the mark of the, yeah, the mark of the beast. It's, uh, it's a real thing. Um, 
you know the the we can't wait to get start talking about the end times coming up in, in a few cha- few books and and it's true it's whether it's now you know this week next week this year or 50 years from now or 100 years whatever god is coming soon jesus is coming very very soon so be ready I'm telling you, and you know what the beautiful thing is? He warns us. He warns us now with with oh, yeah. people like us and, and the Word of God and, and ministers on TV and churches all around the world, evangelism. He's he's warning people, and you know, in the the the, the book of the tribulation time, which is a seven year period, and then the, the at the end of that, there's three and a half years of of the great tribulation, Jesus talks about yeah. the great tribulation, that there's angels in the heavens warning, do not take the mark. Now, I don't know what the mark is. It could, you know, is it, what is it, a tattoo? No idea. Is it a implant? No. no vaccine? Clue. No, no. We don't no, know. No, could no, be a vaccine. Yeah, you know, there's a lot of things that kind of lead to this vaccine or this virus or something that changes the the, the, the uh, DNA and changes the structure of the human. It's a, you know we can get into that later on in, in our oh for sure. I just think that you need to be aware. Exactly, you at least need to be aware and not just oh, be a zombie you. of just lining up for the milking, mm-hmm. just lining up for the line of what society tells you to do. Get this vaccine, okay? It's like whoa, wait a minute, hold on. Mm-hmm. You know, put this. Let me get your palm for Amazon. Whoa. Hold on. But see, you have to be in God's word to kind of understand this, though, and have this thought. That's why hopefully there's people listening that maybe are not Christians yet that are like, oh, wow. Okay. Love that. Now I'm a little yet. yet. Why? Not yet. What movie is that from? Not yet. Not yet. Not yet. Tell me. I don't know. Not yet. Not yet. Come on. I know I know somebody's listening to the recorded version driving to work or something and they're just like Oh not yet. Not I don't yet. know what that, not that is. It's a I mean it's it's a short line, it's tough. Accent, not yet. He's in he's his hands are in the dirt. He's burying something. And then he looks up and smiles. Not yet. Not yet. Um, Riddick? I don't know. Uh, gladiator. <laughs> Okay, I, I had a feeling. Yeah. I mean, I had a feeling. I didn't want to say his, it. Uh, his friend. Yeah. No, not yet. Right at the end scene there. Um, <clears throat> I have William. Not yet. Conspiracy theories. So seriously. Yeah. Uh, it's it's uh, it's true, man. And uh, God, I love William. He, we and I share stuff back and forth on Instagram all the time about about you know underground ideas and things that are real. You know, because... Uh, you know, Alex Jones has proved right 90% of the time. But anyway, you, you're right. This you got to keep yourself in the game, meaning the Bible has never been – all these prophecies, they all come true. Hello, people. Hello, myself. This stuff is real, and and the Word of God has proven itself out with prophetic words. Do you know, words how, you know how much every faith time? you have to have to not believe in God? You have to have more faith to not believe than to believe. I mean, we were just yes. talking last night on men's Bible group of – what I saw when I died and had my cardiac arrest and all these stories and articles that you've read, Brian, and I, I have friends as well. And we were just telling these story after and the, the, the child that wrote that book with his parents on what he saw. And I mean, I could go on for hours on what people see when they, when their heart stops, when they die for a few minutes and come back. So it, it's yeah. crazy to me that somebody could be like, you're lying, you're lying, yep. you're lying. Yep. You're lying. Oh, 500 people saw Jesus rise and walk. Before he rose to heaven, ah, they're lying. You're lying. The Bible yeah. connects perfectly in every possible way. 
Bible's lying. Huh. God's lying. Discount it. This Discount line. it. I mean, you literally have to sit there in your office and just say you're lying from sun up to sundown. <laughs> <laughs> oh, there's ghosts in that haunted house there. Like people don't even believe in God for some odd reason. They think, yeah, that that house is haunted. It's like, oh, oh, so you're you, you're you're openly believing in ghosts in some sort of spirit world. But no, God, no, no, God, no, you're lying. You're lying. You're lying. Exactly. You're lying. Exactly. You're lying. I don't believe. I don't believe. I mean, holy smokes. The oh, you know why? Because they have. can, John, they can feel fear. They can feel it. Right. So it's got to be real, right? That's got to be, something's going on. Yeah, you're right. It is real. A spirit. The I mean, spirit it, is it, real. It's, it's one thing, Brian, to have questions. It's one thing to have questions. Like, But you have to yeah. understand that God is real. Jesus is the Messiah. Period. Amen, Amen to yeah. that. Now, once you just have faith in that and you believe in that, then let's read, then let's study, then let's ask questions. Who knows? Maybe then let's pull the layers back and dive deep. You know, mm. let's pray. Mm. But also we have to understand, and I have to remind myself this too as we read, is that we're not going to know everything. We have to just, at the end of the day, lay our head down and just have faith. Yep, that's true. I mean, even in this, like, even as a scientist... And they say you believe in science, right? Of course, I believe in science too. Hello, but but uh, uh, you know you have to. You, how many times do you, as a science believer and not a believer in God, they have to believe so many things that they don't understand, so many so many systems in our body, in the earth, in the universe, things that you can't see, dark matter that they measure ninety percent of the what's surrounding everything, and they don't even know it. So many things that they believe. By faith, because they assume it's real or whatever. Yet you, you can't do that same thing with the reality of creation. Not even, uh, uh, you know. And yet you you say things like, "Oh, I, you have." I'm not. I'm not, I'm not blindly have faith. I mean, there's so many billion issues in atheism and in in science as your worldview that you have to take by faith. So so pull yourself back, reevaluate. And think about it. It, it. You know, ask, ask, is there a creator? And if there is, I want to know him. Mm. I want to know. You know, God will show up. He will show himself strong. I'm telling you. Make, every time. Stop making your heart cold because you are with your free will. Ooh, and I don't know. Maybe maybe we're talking to somebody out there listening and they're on the train heading to work in a big big city. I don't know why I'm thinking of someone on a, on a subway train right now. Got the headphones in way out in New York, somehow mm-hmm. listening to this podcast, you know, I mean, I just think it's advice is it's, you have free will to keep, to have your heart cold, open it up and say, God, exactly. you know, you know, work, you know, be, be within me and just watch, right. Yep. Call his name and just watch. I mean, it's an amazing thing because he exactly. wants to understand this guy on the subway. He wants to, have a romantic or romantic's the wrong word. I'm he sorry, does. intimate. Okay. I meant intimate. He wants to have an intimate I love that word. I think that word is actually biblical too. It says intimate relationship with you. Yes. I, mean, I don't know what the Hebrew means. Uh, it is. It's intimate. But to intimate. Know, he wants okay. to know you like you know your husband or wife. Right. Okay. That's how he wants to know you. You know, that that's so close. Think about it. I love it. You know, when the Bible says in Genesis that he picked up Adam after he made him out of 
out of the, 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 the elements of the, of the earth. And he breathed into his nostrils. Mm. He didn't give him CPR, John. And that's through the mouth. He gave him life through his nose. He was face to face. Wow. What a picture. Right, right there in his nose. And he breathed into him. He said, he said, Adam, be just like he said to the earth. And boom, that's intimacy. And that's what he wants. Wow. He wants that. Wow. What a picture you just painted. Yeah, he's amazing. He's I get goosebumps right now. That's crazy. He's got he's he's God Almighty and he loves you. That's the beautiful thing. He loves you and he wants to spend time with you, giving you he says he'll show you things to come. I mean, he wants to give you every advantage over darkness over this world to help you be prosperous with your family. He wants you to remember he says he he blessed Abraham so that he can be a blessing for every family in this earth. So it's not like, you know, God's just like, okay, I'm done with you. Go do your thing. I hope you don't die later. No, no. He wants to work with you and bless the world. He's a winner. He's not a loser, you know? He's, he, I, I, you know God stood up and said, look, with me in charge, I'm going to go win so much. We're going to win and win and win. You're going to hate winning because we're winning all the time. Sounds familiar? Yeah. yeah. Just kidding. Rap song, win, 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 win. Uh, no Trump. <laughs> oh, I was thinking a little anyway. Wayne song. Uh, oh. I was gonna say, um, oh, I had something good to say. My ADD kicked in there. Um, yeah, darn, I had something to say there, but uh, good, you're good. Yeah, yeah, it's uh, oh, yeah, thirteen. Here we go. Oh, like fourteen. Let's see, 14. 30, 30 verses. I could do fourteen. Yeah, let's do it. Let's do 14. Yeah. All right. Like CrossFit, three, two, one, go. <laughs> yeah, right? Let's do Speaking of CrossFit, right uh, by the way, if, you, if you're if you not on the, the, the weightlifting team, Attitude Nation Barbell Club, Bulgarian, oh, I love that. Mm. I love seeing everybody push hard. Yeah. Okay, I digress. Without medicine, though, you can, you can only do it for a short window. Yeah, it's, you know, it's a couple weeks, you're done. A couple weeks. It's a short, you know, and that's why I said it'll, it'll eventually, the four weeks will turn, you know, it'll eventually turn into a Penle cycle because Penle was really good at taking the Bulgarian method and taking his Texas method and blending them together in a way that clean American athletes can do. Yeah. For got to have recovery. I love how you said it on the team meeting. You literally said, this is, we're doing Bulgarian full up, straight up Bulgarian, but with one caveat, we can't recover like them. Right, 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 right. You that's okay. It. We're going to survive. <clears throat> anyway. Who knows? There's right. probably a little, some people listening to this podcast that don't do weightlifting. So they're like, what are you guys talking about? Okay. Uh, 14. No title on this one. I always find that interesting. Um, so here we go. The unknown. All right. The unknown. Oh, I, oh I, I, it was, it was going to drive me crazy. Last point. Just to put a bow on my, my point here is that the UFO sightings all over the place right now. Crazy. Oh. I mean, crazy, crazy, crazy. Now. No. I understand, you know, demons, possibly, it's biblical, demons in the sky to mess with your mind, to distract you. I forget what verses, though, but it's biblical. So, yes, they could be demons. I asked my pastor this a few months ago. Um, he says that's most likely the case, but, of course, he doesn't know. Uh, nobody does. But are they aliens? I don't know either. I mean, that's the thing is that God doesn't tell us everything in the Bible. He gives us what he wants to give us. What's out there? What's beyond? Is there life in other planets? I mean, that's yeah. a whole different podcast, Brian. I'd love to get right. your take. But 
I, th- I think the answer is we don't know and we're not supposed to know. And that's okay. So when I see these UFOs, clear as day, I mean, they're obviously UFOs. It's not some crazy guy in Nebraska with a cell phone seeing like a bird that's a blurry video. It's a UFO, period. Uh, and when yeah, I say right. UFO, that could be a demon UFO. That could be an alien from outer space. I have no idea. But what happens when I see that UFO? I want to read the word. What happens when I see these things in the sky? I want to pray. What happens when I see these things that I don't understand? Go to the Bible. Yeah, sure. And that's, yeah, I, that's the mindset, Brian Knights, you have to have. It's like when you don't know that, 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 un, that faith that you can't see or prove Man, should give you more faith than anything. We're just well, going to the word and saying, oh gosh, there's so much I don't know. Lord, please save me and bless me. I'm, I'm here for you and take care of me and put you under my, you know, you yeah. know what I mean? Amen. Yeah, and, and we'll touch on this a little bit, I think, but it's just, you know, yeah, is it is it demonic? I think so. Is it other dimensions? Yes, I think so. You know, God's not not in this dimi- from this dimension. Oh, so you is do he, think that. You do think they're the demons. Yeah. In the in the yeah, at the end of the day, I think it's two things. It's either it's all it's it's alien technology, meaning it's demonic technology or angelic technology that got that that has been shared with man in in, in a wrong the wrong way. You know, fallen beings because those fallen beings are, are spiritual. They're still on the earth. Genesis. Yeah, we they're read still about here. It, yeah. We can't we so can't forget about the first few chapters of Genesis. Genesis what is it? Genesis six, six through eight. Six. Genesis chapter six. Yeah. I mean, you know, they created these ahead, monsters. Sorry. Yeah. So all flesh was corrupted. Remember, all flesh was corrupted. That's big time. So they're still doing that. They're still trying to but, overtake. You know, nobody's talking about Genesis six right now. No. Nobody in or the mainstream three. news or three. Genesis the three and six. How is nobody being like, hey, this? You know, well, these aren't these aren't green creatures. This is Genesis three through six. I mean, it's obvious. Same, you know. same yeah. Same reason why people aren't talking about all the overturn. All the election stuff that's still happening, all the things, that the, the proof of the evidence that's still going on in the courts, that's still going on. They're still fighting the election fraud. They're still fighting, John, all of the stuff that happened in November uh, in 2020 or 2019. They're still, they're still fighting it and they're winning. And nobody's talking about it because the media and everybody has pushed it down. So nobody wants to hear this scary idea. That there's a seed of a woman, which is us or Jesus, and the seed of the serpent, which is the false, the false beings, the the the, the uh, fallen beings. Nobody wants to talk about that. That's a real thing. Oh, I love it. And William says it's a distraction. You know, the, the distraction from the audit. It's a distraction from the Word of God. All these distractions. It's really happening. So, and what are these aliens? What are these these UFOs? Yeah, are they aliens from Pluto? No, I, I think they're. They're either they're they're demonic beings that are still trying to take over, trying to defeat the seed of, of the woman, which is Jesus, and he's not defeatable, of course. He's won already, and we're part of that seed, and so heck yeah, that we win, baby, we win. Nothing can stop me. I'm all the way up, all the way up. Uh, so anyway, yeah, you make such great points, and and you know that's why when you see these UFOs, man, just turn to God. That's it. Yeah. it. You don't need to figure out what it is. Everyone's like, oh, what are they? What are they? What are they? What are they? Turn to God. I mean, come on, you know? Shoot, yeah, I see, on. I see, I see, you know, I've seen, I, I read about these and see these documentaries on these haunted houses and stuff, you know? You know, I'm like, turn to God. And, yeah. You, know, you exactly. see that, you oh. see the magicians like David Blaine. Ooh. And you go, Oof. turn to God. 
Yeah. yeah. I mean, I could go. go on. Just turn to God when you see these things. It's okay yeah. to try to figure it out. It's okay to be like, what is up there? I'm not saying you have to like smash your head in the sand, but read the Bible. Pray to God. Put your trust in him when, so, when something that you don't understand. Because Nothing. we're not supposed to understand everything. I don't care how much of a scientist you are. You know, the guy, the atheist you hear the other day, I'm an academic. You have a human brain. Your flesh. Not saying you're not smart, Mr. Atheist guy on the comment sections a few days ago. Right, you're probably right, right. very smart with a lot of degrees and you study and you have leather-bound books in your office. Great. But at the end of the day, I don't care if you're Einstein. You are flesh. You you have we can't comprehend anything of what heaven is and 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 what God has done and can no. do and is doing. Period. We have to understand. We give ourselves so many credit. I've right. graduated from this school and I've studied Ooh. this. You're you're a human. You're amazing. Yeah, that's true. I, I mean, like, yes, God that... loves you. You're amazing, but you are you have a human brain. And you it, like, why are you giving yourself so much credit that you think that you can figure everything out when I would rather just take my little human pea brain and just believe in God's word? Well, that's yeah. Well, that's that means you have to surrender to a higher power. Oh, I don't want to do that. Okay. No, you mean you, you, there's actually authority over your authority. So that's a that's a big no, no. So it's kind of like Pharaoh then. It's kind of like Pharaoh, just everything that he's been going through with God, he's still stubborn and cold-hearted. Exactly. Even to the point where he, God demolished the country, right? He, 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 he made, took judgment on, on the firstborn. Finally, the grips came off. And yet, verse chapter 14, Pharaoh's anger in his own pride, in his own godlike mindset, says, ah, I'm going to get them. Mount up, everyone. We're about to read it. I'm going to go attack God's people again. Mm-hmm. And then, idiot. And then the fi- the, the pillar of fire stops them for such a, for, for a little Spoiler alerts. Oh, yeah. I'm just saying. Spoiler then, alerts. What an idiot. Just, look, I don't understand. I, I've never been so angry and hateful that I'm blind to, to like mm-hmm. some fact that there's a higher power about to destroy me, but I don't care. I'm going to charge in with my sword straight to hell. I don't, I don't, I'm not doing that. Yeah. But that's people every day though. Hey, hey is, look, you know, who are we to judge? I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm not perfect, you know? And, but look, you have to understand Einstein is, a, Einstein has a human brain and the Pope is a dirty sinner. I, I know that might like at first just like shock people <gasps> like taken back. Like, I can't believe John just oh, said that. If you're shocked by that, that's the problem. See, that's the point that I'm making. If you're shocked by me saying that the Pope is a dirty sinner, you have a problem. Yeah. Because guess what? The Pope is a wretched. That's a better word. The Pope is a wretched sinner <laughs> who falls short. That's he not does. disrespecting anybody. That's no. That's man. That's every every man. The only person that's perfect has never sinned is Jesus Christ. Why do we get it? Why do we get it? And I'm not coming at the Catholics here, but why do we put a man, a flesh on a podium and says, oh, that Pope right there, he he doesn't sin. No, he's a wretched sinner. And the point I'm connecting with, too, is we all have human brains. Even Einstein 
You know, God's just going, hey, good job, buddy. You know, of course, God works through Einstein, has helped Einstein, mm-hmm. and it's and it's worked through Einstein, just like God works through doctors and scientists. And you know, don't forget that science is God. You know, this this disconnection of like science versus God. What are you talking Thank about? You. Science is God. God is all. Yeah, you could. You'll never be able to convince me that nothing evolved into something that found itself and and named itself and discovered itself and be called it science. Give me a break. Let me let me ask you, Brian. Let me ask you a quick question. And and I'm totally using this as an example. I'm not coming. I'm not coming at Catholics here. I'm just using this as an example. If you were sitting next to the Pope right now, okay, and you ask the Pope, hey, Pope, Francis, I don't know what's his name now. I have no idea. Benedict? Ben, okay. Hey, Pope, would you consider yourself a wretched sinner? What do you think his response would be? Just just, just a question. Right now? Yeah. For Francis, yeah. Um, What do you think he would say? I, You know, I think he would say... Yes, he, he okay. sins. Okay, all right. Yeah. That's a good thing then. I'm not saying sin well, is good. The Pope, the Pope, the Pope Schmope, I mean, whatever. I, it's it's the idea that you lift up a man instead of Jesus. That's the right. whole right. argument here that you're trying to get at. You know, you can't look to the Pope or any religious leader, any minister, even the, even Christian people who look to, let's say, a, a uh, uh, you know, a Joel Osteen or a Billy Graham. Mm-hmm. They're no, they're they're nobody compared to Jesus. Of course, they they are righteous in His eyes and they've been yeah, washed in right. the blood of Jesus, but they are not the Lord Savior of no, all. No, they are just people saying a me- they have a message of hope. That's it. You even make a Pope, great point. You make a great point. The Pope point. has a message of hope sometimes. You know, he he said he proclaims Jesus every once in a while. I don't know who, when. I don't know about Francis, but the idea is, Jesus is the answer. There's no way, and you lift him up. The Bible says, right, if you right. lift him up, he will draw all men. So it's the it's Jesus that people should look to, yeah, not the, yeah. not the Pope, not the ministers, not the guy on TV, not the not the guy on Sunday morning. You're it's, you're it's, putting a a great conclusion in, in a bow. You're hitting my point home way better yeah, than yeah. I was. You know, I, I, I was, it, what you're saying right now is so right on that. That's what I'm meaning is, sure. is what you're saying is that I'm just using the Pope as an example. Yes, you're right. Uh, pastures. And I got to be careful, you know, sometimes with my pastor too, because I just, I, you know, he's done so much for me and I know it's God working through him. So I have mm-hmm. to be un- careful to remind myself that. And, you know, even when I say, Oh, I got baptized by Brett. No, I, Brett just, I didn't get baptized by Brett. I got baptized by Jesus and the Holy spirit. Right, just because Brett dunked me in the water, <laughs> I didn't get baptized by Brett. Yeah, but you know, it's, but it's you, good to honor him. Though. Yeah, I know I am. I have respect for him because he's, he's completely changed my life. And I know when I say he, it's it's the Holy Spirit as well. Um, so I just have, of course, tremendous respect for a man like Brett. But I understand that Brett's a man, and uh, we got to sometimes step back and kind of reflect on that. And I'm talking to maybe somebody that like just loves Joel Stein. You're yeah. like, you know what? Brian's right. John's right here. I do got to step back and put Jesus above all. Of course, we know that, but sometimes I think we need some reflection um, on that. Um, you know, I do like how Brett always says we and us and I'm a sinner. You're a sinner. Like he always includes himself. There's never a time where he like puts himself a step up at all, ever. If anything, a step down, but 100% equal uh, in everything. And I love that. But I do see... A lot of things out there, Brian. I guess my point was people are put up 
uh, above yeah. other people. And I was and I, you know, I, I don't just talk about religion. You know, uh, I talked about Einstein, you know, people that think they're academics or they're smart. Right. You know, you have a P human brain. You know, yes, God is working through you. Yes, he will bless you with talents. I'm not saying he won't. But at the end of the day, when you see UFOs, just read the word. Read the word. Read the word. You answered it. You, you answered the question. Who do you look to? It's you look to Jesus. And there's no other alternative. Because here's the thing. If you look to, let's say you look to your, your, your pastor at church or your, your, uh, or your, the father at your, at your Catholic church or your imam at, at a Muslim church, then we're not going to get into that. But just if you look to the, your leader that you go to at your, at your, your, um, your, your house of worship, whether that's a priest or, or a uh, bishop or whatever, mm-hmm. if you look to him for, the, for all your answers, guess what? You're going to get let down. Mm. If you look to him as the guy, the guiding light in your life, guess what? He's gonna, she's gonna, whatever. They're going to let you down. Mm. Jesus, the father, the Holy spirit will not ever mm. let you down. Man will. That person will sin. They'll lie. They'll cheat. They'll commit adultery. They'll rape. They'll do every bad thing out there. It's, it's not a shocker. It's true. It happens all the time. And that can, if you if you hold them up as God in your life, that can destroy mm-hmm. your faith. It can destroy your situation. So that's why you don't look to man, even um, uh, uh, someone with the gift as a pastor, evangelist, prophet, teacher, or minister, or whatever. You you look to the Son of the Living God. He will never fail you. Mm-hmm. He will never fail. Right, right. That's right. the answer. Amen to that, baby. Brian Neitch. I love it. Yeah. And it Boom. needs to be talked about. I do want to just uh, say one thing in response to Laura. Obviously, we're not going to get to 14, but we will definitely get to uh, two chapters tomorrow morning. Uh, to Laura, she says on the chat board, is, does the Pope actually say he's not a sinner? Kind of asking me a question there. No, yeah. I'm not saying that. I'm not saying that. I, I'm not really even talking about the Pope. I think I'm more talking, Brian, on what how some people probably view the pope that's that was my point i'm making right yeah, um, exactly is yeah. is if if i'm sitting next to a you know i i, I made it clear right if i if i say well you know this you know the pope you know he's just like us all just like everybody you know he's a wretched sinner i'm sure there might be a catholic that's just horribly offended by that <gasps> <gasps> uh, how <laughs> dare what did you just say Oh, I, man, right. I was just saying right. that just like us all, we all fall short. We're all wretched sinners, you know, and, you know, the, the Pope and, and my pastor right. and Joel Steen and everybody, of course, we, we're just all wretched sinners. How dare you? How dare you say that? Right. So I understand this is a made up story I'm saying, but I can guarantee you right now, Brian, that there's a pretty big percentage that would have that response if they heard me saying that in a DMV. Sure. Yeah. There's, and that's there my, who, that's my yeah. whole point. Yeah. That was the whole point. Yeah. Not necessarily singling out the Pope, but just that religious or spiritual right. leaders that they're perfect or some of them are, you know, are so great. You can't say anything negative or like, Oh, they don't sin, which is not true. There's no, there's not one person who is sinless except Jesus, the anointed. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. You know, Romans, Romans chapter three for all have sinned. And fallen short of the glory of God. So, yeah. you know, 
And there are, are, are do people hold up people people like the Pope and and, and people on TV and and you know evangelists around the world and you know uh, the Dalai Lama and so on and so forth. Do they hold these people up like they're they're this high special beings? They do. Don't get me wrong. You should honor you know people uh, in who are teaching the word of God and who are or pastoring. Sure, sure. Chef. But man, you don't hold them up as some kind of special being. They're just people like you. You know, you know the Bible calls us John in the book of Ephesians joint heirs with God. You. No, I remember you know, when I said I I'm gonna I want to give Jesus a flat tire. Exactly. And my point was I want to walk Romans. behind him so closely. I go, oops, sorry about that, Jesus. You know, I hit a sandal on the heel. It's okay. Exactly. He turns back. He's like, it's all right, John. But then you made the great point in response. He goes, well, no, actually, you can't give him a flat tire because you're walking next to him. Exactly. And I'm like, wow, I don't think I deserve that at all. You're crazy. Side by side. Yeah, it it literally says, I know it's 9 o'clock or 7 o'clock. It literally says that you have been, you are seated with him in the heavenly places on the right hand of the Father. I'm talking about John, you and me and all of those who proclaim Jesus as mm. Lord and believe it and walk in it and, and love him. And DMX. So it's an DMX. It's amazing. Oh man, I hope that's a talk about conspiracy. That's DMX. His parent his family's coming out big time against the idea that that um it, he wasn't the cause of his death. He's not a druggie anymore. He didn't relapse. Oh, interesting. Yeah, well, I want to say this really quick before I want to talk about that off air. Um, yeah. I, and, and I love love Laura getting on the chat board, asking questions. Absolutely. You know, she keeps me on my toes. William it. Hawkinson here on the chat board. I absolutely love it. So keep the keep the chat going for the people that listen live. Questions, mm-hmm. maybe you know you want to come at me a little bit, maybe disagree with me, or just questions. Any any comment you want to make? Please, 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 please. This is what this is. We're reading the word, we're talking, exactly. we're discussing, we're being open, we're pulling the curtain back. We're talking about a lot of things too that not a lot of people want to talk about. Mm-hmm. We're not just keeping it rainbows and fluffy dogs. you exactly. know. And it's like, let's just tear back the curtain and let's let's talk about everything. Exactly. A little, um, a little PSA, right? What do you call that? A some, uh, announcement? A yeah. public service yeah. announcement? Yeah, yeah. We... we we get it wrong sometimes. <laughs> well, we're human. I mean, we're, I've, we're, I've, we're, you asked me a question, and we're not going to go in there because I got to go. But um, and I know you do too. But um, we were doing our yeah, men's Bible study, and it talked about how you know it said cool. that uh, when you asked me that about uh, well, geez, you know, John, so are you saying that every Hebrew then goes to heaven? And I was like, I don't know that answer. Maybe um, because of the covenant and everything we talked about, you know, last show at the end there. And then in the men's group last night, it's uh, the Golden uh, Calf just, chapter. What is it? Chapter uh, it's a 32. 30, no, it's 33 verse 32. And it, God makes it extremely clear. And it was God saying it. It wasn't someone saying that God said it. That's right. God Yahweh. said, I am going to, because uh, these the Jewish people, this certain group of Jewish people were being uh, really bad. That's an understatement. And so uh, God made it very clear that he has erased their name from heaven. Yes. And I read that yes. and I was yes. like, yes. I was like, God has spoke to me. And again, I was wrong. And um, I've learned 
from my studying of reading the Bible. It's right there in ink. God makes it very clear. Uh, and that's what I love about the Bible. So yeah, to, to penny back off that, Brian, we're only flesh. Mm-hmm. That's it. Well, we're not only flesh. We do a freaking spirit, but right, yeah. we make mistakes. Our, we know we live in this fallen world. We still have a, we still deal with with coming against uh, temptation, and and the enemy is trying to cloud our mind too. So you're absolutely right. We fail. We still fail, well, and we're we're not going to be perfect. Then it just goes to end. say that like. <clears throat> God judges, uh, and it's it's an individual thing, and um, yeah, that's it. You know? Amen. Well said. Yeah. Wait, no. And, but but I I can get on here live and say that like I've learned, I've studied, and of course I I'm far from understanding the Bible. I've never even read the Bible all the way through. I've never read right. the entire Bible. So like I'm sitting here doing a podcast, and that's why I refuse to do this without you. By the way, I made that very clear before we did this show. I do not feel on my heart. Something was telling me, do not do this by yourself mm-hmm. because I don't feel maybe worthy enough or whatever. I'm not knowledgeable enough, etc., to do this podcast by myself. I had to have you, you know, as a pastor, as a man that's, that's read the Bible and has a much better relationship with God and all that, you know, so I, you know, I well, want to make well, that clear. So, I mean, it's, I, I just, I'm not that special. I just love Jesus like you. Thank right, you. Right. <clears throat> well, man, what a show. But it. last point, though, on that and using myself yeah, as the point on that is what what did I do is that I wasn't necessarily like looking for my the answer that you asked me yesterday, but it God showed it to me in the men's group. And it also, where did I go to find the answer? The Bible. And I think that's really mm-hmm. important to note where the Bible is the best commentary to the Bible. If you want to learn God's word more, just keep going back to the Bible, not YouTube not human Amen. opinion, not like, okay, let me go to Google and, you know, see what this pastor said about, you know, I mean, I'm not saying that's necessarily all bad, but, you know, God will show himself in the, in his book. And I love Amen. that. Yeah. You can go to YouTube and you can do some study and research, but the answer is always the number one book, the, the Holy yeah. Bible. So right. I learned that, you know, if you're a Jewish person, let's say pre God and post God and you are doing really bad. Your name could be etched out just like ours. And, uh, Jesus, Jesus is definitely King for sure. Um, yeah, he is. He's the, he, I mean, he's the one who, uh, he makes the decisions, not me and you. Thank God. I might send everybody to hell. I, I don't want to do that. <laughs> right. Thank God. Thank God. We're not God. <laughs> for real I get mad you know don't cut me off boy I'll open a portal down to the heat no I would never do that yeah yeah God is good you know and that's a beautiful thing John his, in his mercy in his kindness and we'll, we see this all throughout we're going to see this in Exodus really because you know the Jews Israel goes big time against him the Jews here just like in his face slap God in the face anyway and he comes back and he says, I still love you, man. I still want I, I want you right. to be with me. It's okay. I, I forgive you. There is punishment sometimes, but right. come on. Well, and right I, still, I still stand by the conversation yesterday we got into, and we've been, had it a few times. I still stand by with everything I still say and believe about the covenant, the Jews even post-Jesus, you know, nowadays, yeah, and sure. Israel and his chosen people, and he has a plan, and some Absolutely. are blinded and on purpose and this and that, and... 
God will save Israel. It's like, I, I'm, I'm still with that, of course. But when you ask me the question, well, geez, you know, cause I was kind of going down the path of like, well, if you're a Jewish person, like you're just completely covered and, you know, saved and, and, you know, even if you are doing bad and, and that's incorrect, God, God can take your name out of the um, Lamb's book of life. Right. He can Jew or Gentile period. Um, oh yeah. There's, there's several, there's several passages about it. So, yeah. So I, I learned a lot. So, all right, Brian Neitch. John North. Man, it's a lot, man. Yeah, it is. It's a, it's a, it's the more we fight, we, it's funny. The more we begin to study and learn, the more we realize, oh man, we don't know anything. Hmm. So much, so much. We're just cracking the tiny surface. Yeah. Yeah. Well, good. What a show. Praise God. Can we pray it out? Yeah, let's pray. And bless the Lord and, and everybody. Father, we come to you. Thank you. Jesus name. Thank you. You've given us another day. You've given us more time in your word, more time to just talk about your goodness, to lift you up, not man, not any specific person, but just to love you, Lord. And you've given these great examples, how you delivered Israel from Egypt, and you deliver us from our problems. Y'all are amazing. Mm. You. Oh, you've given us the the Son and the Spirit of God. Thank you, Father. Mm. You're so great. You are so great. And we appreciate that. We love it. We thank you so much. Our heart is just full of you this morning, and, and we just can't thank you enough. It's amazing. And thank you for everyone listening and all the people that you've given us in our, in our circle and how we, we want to share the love of God, not just to judge and, and criticize. We don't want to do that, but we want to love and share it. And that's what we continue to strive for. And we thank you, Lord, and bless us. We bless you. Just keep, you know, everybody safe. And, and um, as we go about our day, Slam bars. <laughs> Thank you, Jesus. Love Amen. It. Amen. Beautiful. Brian Neitch on the mic. We'll see you guys back 6 a.m. Pacific time yes. live here on Spreaker.com, a segment of weightlifting talk, of course. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't even know what the show's called. Just reading the word with Brian. Uh, <laughs> but uh, we'll right. continue on. If you're just for some odd reason tuning in, catch up, go back, catch up as we continue. I'll see you guys tomorrow morning. Salute. You are-